0: Merry Christmas, fuckers. Happy New Year, filthy animals. What's
1: up, bitches?
2: It's not even Christmas or New Year's.
1: Oh, Are you a part of this?
2: Uh, normally so, yes. But
1: well, then get your butt in here. I'm about to cleanse my crystals. Well, cleanse your crystals and quit bugging us. Welcome to the Turn the Buckle Podcast. I am your host and... A father who's about to go to jail for murdering his daughter, I do believe.
2: Probably something
1: you shouldn't say on puncha. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> You're right. <clears throat> Did I say murder? I meant ground. Ground his daughter. Yeah. <laughs> and by ground, I mean punch right in the fucking face and put her <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> <clears throat> I am Jason Hampton. Josh Cox, Well Clark.
2: So, what's going on, guys? Eating. We're eating snacks.
1: Eating snacks. Snack so snacking a podcast. Soup wasn't enough.
2: Just since I survived. I might
0: be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. probably survived a real murder almost.
1: Yeah, there was almost a murder. My wife almost murdered our uh, <laughs> co-host over here, William. You, uh, you about got it, man. <laughs> Will's way too good to us. He always spends way too much money on the kids, and then he wound up spending way too much money on us, too, so. Mm-hmm. we told you to buy for the children, not for us.
2: I will do what I want, and y'all know this, so get over it.
1: Yeah, pretty <laughs> much.
2: <laughs>
0: I'll do it with my cup, though. Thank you very much.
1: Hopefully, you guys had a good week. I had a good week. Good weekend. Had fun this weekend. Tell them what happened this weekend, Jason. They know what happened this weekend. I told them last week.
2: And
1: what happened? How'd you do? The video's on uh RCW's web uh Facebook page. There you go. If you want to know what happened, go to RCW's <laughs> <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> Goddamn, well, that's what he said. I was just repeating, it's almost like you took a shot. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Drew. <laughs> we this all know you ain't taking no shots do. no more. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yes, I wrestled this weekend down at RCW. We'll talk about that here in a little bit because, uh, <coughs> oh, wait till we get into the week's worth of wrestling. Uh, so hold tight, listen to the theme song, listen to the commercial, and then we'll be right back. okay we are back the guys got to hear my dad voice there for a minute
0: It was all right it was good it was good we're back now let's uh let's uh get back into the Zen let's get back into wrestling
1: yeah let's talk about wWE
0: ah fuck I think I said wrestling
2: I mean I guess well
1: I mean this is a wrestling podcast. It's not just an AEW podcast. That was last week. Two, like, I'm pretty sure people do you think we're biased towards AEW the way we talk. Well, I mean, the thing is, I am a wrestling fan. If it's good, I like it. If it's not good, I just want to see it get better. It's like I was talking earlier to Will. Will's like, because our top five this week is what we want to see out of WWE next year. Mm-hmm. And Will jokingly said for it to shut down. And I'm like, no. I was like, it's an alternative. It's something different. It's, it's, you know, it's not for everybody. But, I mean, it's for Vince McMahon. That's what it's for. I mean, let's not.
2: But it's just, it's one of those, like, it was so, it used to be so fun to watch. And now it's, yes. you can't even make it through the first hour. It's just, it's it's crazy. It's just. And none of the shit that they do anymore makes sense.
1: I agree. Trust me, I agree. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make any sense that's going on.
0: Uh, And you thought that. The way they reacted after WWE, uh, NXT and AEW went head-to-head, and it caused them to reconfigure NXT. Not in the best way, but you'd think that would make them change it the way they do the main roster.
2: No, you have to give a damn to change something, and Vince obviously fucking doesn't.
1: I mean, it's not really fair to say that Vince doesn't care because... I don't know if Vince. Well, Vince is in his own little bevel. Vince doesn't care about us is almost what it seems like.
2: But when there's literally people in his company that he is paying to do this job that are telling him, hey, this isn't working. Like, at some point you have to fucking listen. But that's the thing, though. There are not
0: many people anymore that's going to Vince to tell him. That he's doing it wrong. Vince
1: has yes men in place
0: now. Well, maybe and, the and, yes
2: men should grow some fucking balls. And
0: Pritchard and Laurinaitis are the ones that's keeping everybody at bay to tell them anything that's negative. No, you're not coming to talk to Vince. So they can
2: feed him all this stuff. Oh, this is great, sir. This is great. Then that's where the those are the ones that need to go. He's getting rid of all these people that actually have a backbone and can stand up to him and do what needs to be done to change things around for WWE. And he's fucking all of it up. Yeah. You're gonna have Roman as your main guy, Charlotte as your main bitch. Like,
1: okay, Roman as the main guy didn't work until he turned heel. Right.
2: Yeah, but the minute Vince flip flops him again,
1: it's gonna be. 2015. No, I mean, it's gonna get over for a week or two, and then they're gonna be like, oh, it's back to the same shit. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about SmackDown Friday night. Uh, Opened up, what was it, women's tag match? Is that what you got wrote down there? Yeah, Banks and
2: Storm versus Flair and Blackheart.
1: Oh, that...
2: (laughs) Okay, so the whole... From what I've seen. Hang on, literally as soon as I heard the match start, I text Josh. I'm like, "What the fuck is this shit?" He did, cause I told you that. And why? <laughs> it... so, I guess Storm and Shotzi's in a, a feud with each other and Flair and Banks. So they. I thought, I thought storm, storm was trying Shred, to go after Charlotte. Yeah, because they
1: because of the pies that, in the face. That's
2: what I was about to bring up. Their
0: storm has been about. Pine people in the damn face. Didn't we go through that once already? Well, no, we still never figured out who this is Who threw the pie
1: at Kevin Owens?
0: I think it was Byron Saxton. <laughs>
1: but who really is
0: Byron Saxton? <laughs> well, I was at him for that.
1: <laughs> okay, but Banks and Tony win that one.
2: Yeah, was it like a row up on Charlotte from Storm? No, I think it was actually a uh, decent fucking win, at least for Storm.
1: I don't know. I heard that nothing was good on this show until it got to the New Day and Usos match, but that's just because they could wrestle each other with their eyes closed. Give any kind of in the dark, and you would know it would still be good.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: It says that Storm executed a blind tag, allowing her to nearly defeat Flair with a crossbody block. The Queen momentarily turned the tie back to her favor, but the Aussie caught her off guard and scored a big pinfall victory.
1: Okay, Mm -hmm. Tony over Charlotte. Okay. Good. We all know what's going to happen. Day one, Charlotte and Tony, and Charlotte's going to win. Mm-hmm.
2: So, the next matchup that night was Viking Raiders and Jinder and Shanky. Okay, the the state of the tag division, what what even is the
0: tag division on Raw? Got the damn New War Day Ma- and the Usos? You got the damn War Machine, one of the best tag
1: teams in the world. They're the Viking Raiders. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you can't call them War Machine, that's copyrighted by Disney. The
0: Viking Raiders. I mean... Look at what they're subject to. I mean, hell, during the
2: pandemic, they was playing basketball and golf. with. But that was kind of fantastic. I mean, it was... It was dumb as fuck. but It was kind of fantastic.
0: They have a little bit of personality, but... These guys it, should have been monster... I could see them as Monster Hill Tag Team Champions, but... Well, no, I mean, they're a babyface tag team. I mean, they can do
1: either, yeah. It's just like,
2: they don't... They're, they're, their personalities is <clears> same. <throat> baby for
1: Yeah, I mean they've always been a huge baby face tag team, even the stuff the little bit of stuff I saw from them in uh Ring of Honor. I mean the way they started tagging, they were uh the uh Top Prospects tournament that Ring of Honor does every year. Yeah. They were both in the same year of that. And uh they started tagging out of that tournament and then it just fucking blew up and I mean they're a great fucking tag team. They complement each other well. The power, the little guy's the power guy, and the big guy's the high flyer of the group. I mean, it's one of those you don't see that very often. Yeah, it,
2: it throws the perspective of it.
1: Right. I mean, they're a hell of a tag team, and they're, no offense to Jinder and Shanky, but they're not a very well-established tag team. Well, that's, so.
0: that's that's a majority of the tag teams in the WWE like, hell, the, the ta- Raw Tag Team Champions for the longest was AJ and Omos. Yeah, they put them together, but there wasn't an established tag team. And the Women's Tag Champions, it's Zelina and Carmella, for God's sakes.
1: I mean, they just need to get rid of those titles. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but they don't have enough women to fill the whole Women's no. Tag Division.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, back... Back before all of the cuts and the releases and whatever. With the whole idea that they were going to share it between all three brands. Mm-hmm. There was enough women. Oh, yeah.
1: If they're wanting to have any type of a women's division, I mean, I know I've said it before. You take the first hour of Raw or the third hour of Raw, either way you want to do it. And that's your women's show. That way you only have two hours worth of storylines for one show and an hour worth for a second totally different show even though it's the same you know. Company, yeah. You only have one travel expense one production expense you have all the women right there doing their thing on the one show.
2: Especially since there's like five of them now. like. Uh. So then the day of reckoning we had Cesaro jobbed out to fucking Ridge Holland. This this guy was in a main
0: event world title feud, not even that long ago, months ago, and now he's dropping to Rich Allen
1: I mean, that was just a placeholder so they could I get Roman over, but he should have done a lot more than what he's done.
0: I hope he doesn't resign. I don't know how much sums up on his contract or whatever, but well, we said the same thing about Kevin Owens. They hate Kevin has a family. I don't know if Cesaro's married or has kids
1: or what. Yeah, I mean, kudos to him for getting that big contract to support his family. But
2: yeah, <clears throat> how long is WWE going to keep their side of the bargain note? Supposedly, he's got a clause in there that they can't release him unless he asks for his release. Yeah, good for him. That's so then we have Naomi versus Baszler At this point What's the point?
1: I'm sick of the Naomi Sonya Shayna
2: That's how you know Cause she's yeah. in it Are we gonna get Naomi And now Zyli's in it
1: Yeah Zylee And For
0: the first little bit It was good But now it's like Are we gonna get Naomi and Sonya Or not I'm still mad about The
2: fucking What the hell is Zylee's entrance Oh god
1: what they should have done with almost a superhero, Nikki almost a superhero? Yeah, Yeah, that should have Nikki's interest. I mean, nah, she's...
2: I mean, I like Zyli. I think she's great. Oh, I know too. But... I think she's a great worker. But she's also one that Vince is not (coughs) gonna put any faith behind.
1: Oh, no. No, they... I think she should have been brought up doing the shit she was doing in NXT. Or she's under possession of the dragon lady, whoever the fuck she is. But Mm -hmm. they've even changed that. Did you hear about that? Mm -mm. Uh, NXT, uh, the lady that was the leader of that faction that just sat on the throne, uh, apparently she was in a backstage skit unmasked, wearing pajamas and a mask, sleeping on a couch behind some people talking.
2: Yeah, stupid shit. See, if they would have, what they should have done with that whole thing is Asuka be the. The one on Durham? Yeah. yeah.
1: I could see that, yeah.
2: I wonder when Oscar's coming back. Or if she's coming
1: back. I don't know. Okay, but after Naomi and Shayna, you get.
2: The only only
1: good match on the card from what I heard. The New Day and the Usos, but like I said, they put on a good match with their eyes closed in the dark. Uh, New Day gets the win. Roman comes out, beat down, bring Heyman out. They beat Heyman down, and then Lesnar shows up, makes a save, and puts Roman down. Too
2: bad it's not for good.
1: But well, did you hear the promo that Heyman cut? Mm-hmm. Roman kept asking him, why, why did you not tell me? Did you know about Roman? Did you know this? Did you know, or did you know about Brock? Did you know blah, 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 blah. He said, I was protecting, he said, uh, why were you trying to protect Brock from me? He said, I wasn't. I was trying to protect you from Brock. And that's when Roman flipped, beat down Heyman, and all that shit,
0: Here's yeah, a good promo. But thank you for But if they're
2: going to do this to just to put Roman over The Rock. Well, if they get The Rock. Well, I mean, I hate to be the that person, but The Rock is going to do whatever Vince wants him to do. I mean, how they dedicate the whole pay-per-view to him and he never even showed
1: up. Well, he was never going to be there to begin with. He had no way to make it. He was filming a movie in another country, and COVID protocols wouldn't let him be able to do it.
0: Well, the way I see it, if if it's only him and Rocket Mania, well, obviously he's going to win. They need to have something prepared because surely they're going to have somebody to take the towel off him after that, unless he's going to break fucking Sammartino's record, have him champion for five years.
1: He's going to beat fucking Mula's record if it. I don't watch the fuck out.
2: I mean, that was pretty much it for SmackDown.
1: Yeah, I mean, Wrestle Talk I think, gave it a two out of five and said it wasn't yeah. good at all.
2: So then we got Rampage.
1: Rampage, I thought was pretty good. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I thought it was pretty good too.
0: I don't. The best friends in
2: a. I didn't get a chance to watch it, honestly. It's on my, my replay list, but I have it.
1: <laughs> it was good. You got Bobby Fish and the Super Click against the Best Friends and Rocky Romero to start the show off. Uh, Trent gets the pin on Bobby Fish.
0: With code, uh, Storm Zero, yeah. It was a good match. You know, there's always those cool little spots where, you know, in, uh, Cole's got one of the guys in the Camel Clutch, and they go to hit their ups a couple times to do the kiss. Best Friends pull them out. Orange Cassidy comes out and... Just gives them a little kiss.
1: Yeah, they're teasing the Cole-Cassidy thing really good. I think it's going to be a couple of good matches out of that.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, those two are golden anyway.
0: Yeah. And Cassidy is just over us fucking. For people that don't get the gimmick, you're fucking stupid. It's simple.
1: Well, that's the thing. People aren't used to simple gimmicks in wrestling and getting over with them.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you have, if you have, if you're a Bray White or a Malachi Black, and you want to be very in depth, very in, <clears throat> very in s- specific about your gimmicks, that's cool, that's awesome. If you can be a creative matchmind and plant little seeds here and there, if you want to make a promo that you're gonna be able to record skin 10 years from you know, cool, awesome. But you can still be simple and get over. You don't have to go over the top.
2: Yeah, every gimmick doesn't have to be like Undertaker, the Fiend. Right, Austin. Like, I mean, how it Austin
0: was a so simple gimmick.
2: It was simple, but then it became like legend. And yeah. you don't have to be legendary every time you piss, pull something off. No. Like Orange Cassidy has probably the best fucking gimmick I've ever seen in my life. I oh, absolutely love it.
0: And for somebody like a veteran like Sting, to get it and to go along with it, that tells you something.
2: But Sting is one that took chances with his character, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I mean, most people don't like it, but I, I love the Joker Sting in DNA. I love it. But, I mean... Well, he, not only that,
1: but reinventing himself from Surfer Sting to Crow Sting in WCW. Yeah.
0: That was a complete one, Eddie, and that was like a big risk and
2: paid off incredibly for him. Well, I mean, think about Hogan and when he changed.
0: Yeah, from
2: like from Ameri- America, fucking love kids to fucking fuck you kid. and your kids. <laughs> <laughs> because like I loved NWO
0: Hogan. Oh yeah, oh yeah, NWO Hogan was great.
2: <clears throat> I mean, I loved the NWO in the days before it got
0: overcrowded. Yeah, and everybody was retarded. Was, you know, it was back then. Like even they talked about it on the documentaries, like. When it was just, you know, those three guys, you know, you, like, really didn't know what was storyline. And then when everybody started coming in and then they broke off Black and White versus Wolfpack, that's when you knew
1: it was storyline. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, when they first started the NWO, the plan was to break off into a separate brand.
0: Yeah, an NWO brand, yeah. That's why they had the, the WCW pay-per-views and then they had NWO sold out.
1: I mean, that's what they were going to do. It was going to be, they were going to break it up. Half the roster go WCW, half the roster NWO, and they were going to split it up like that. I guess like Raw and SmackDown split up now. But, uh, back to more Rampage. Uh, Men of the Year and Dan Lambert make their return. Uh, start running down everybody. Cody comes out after a snatch-the-microphone battle back and forth with him and Dan Lambert. Uh, Cody jumps Scorpio. And then Scorpio and Ethan Page just, you know, get the advantage. Out comes Dustin. They are two-on-one on Dustin to take him out. And then Sammy Guevara runs in to make the save on for them too.
2: So then the submission match with... Taconti and
1: Penelope Ford. Uh, pretty good back and forth. Uh, I kind of agree with one thing they said on wrestle talk. They said, uh, wrestling nowadays is all about the false finish and the close close to almost three counts. Mm. You know, taking that out of a match, especially, They said a submission match needs to be like pro level, quote unquote, submission masters to be able to do something like that. I mean, you do the close like, oh, I'm about to tap out, but you can only do that so many times, you know, Mm. you need to be able to have like the reversals and stuff like that.
0: And it helps when you have people that do have submissions. In their expertise, not just someone that does a submission every now and then, but somebody that is like, you know, has submissions in their arsenal a lot and uses them a lot in almost all matches. Right, I mean, like, like the,
1: yeah, or the Benoit Angle that submission match that they've done That
2: was good.
1: WWE did before.
2: But, like, I had, when I heard the match, I had no doubt in my mind Ty was going win. Right. Because it's her background, like, completely.
1: I mean, and not only that, but a lot of the stuff that uh, Penelope Ford and the Bunny had been doing kind of revolved around using the brass knuckles and shit like that. So,
2: mm-hmm. so it took away their safety net, right? So the thing we're all most excited for, the Owen Cup.
0: Yes, they only went into it briefly, but I am super excited about this. They went into it more on Dynamite as well, but there will be a men's cup and a women's cup.
1: Yeah, they're going to have a men's and a women's. It's going to start in May. The finals are going to be at double, uh, double or nothing next year. And then Martha herself is going to present the trophies
0: yeah. to both of them. I don't know how they're going to do the bracket. Um, if it's going to be for every dynamite leading up, probably maybe a 16 each. Um, of course, the person. First... Hmm? Is there that many women? Uh, hmm. I
2: don't know. I mean, the women could be a smaller bracket.
0: Yeah. There is a little bit of uh, criticism because they're just finishing up with the TBS title and dropping into another tournament for the women. But I don't care, this is that one.
1: Well, it's a way to get good women's matches without having a lot of different storylines.
0: Yeah, and having to rush your storyline in there, yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, what I'd like to see is for the... uh, this one to come down to uh, Britt and Thunder Rosa.
0: Yeah, I was a. Uh, I I got one of them. I was thinking more Britt and well, no, not Britt, I was because she's a hill Serena Deeb and uh, Thunder Rosa. I love CD, Brett. yeah, that would be good too. I feel like they're saving Thunder Rosa and Britt.
1: I mean, they had one of the best matches of the year. Oh God! Last yeah. this that, this year,
0: that lights out match at uh, St. Patrick's Day Slam it was incredible.
1: Because they slow built the feud, they had that match, and that's one of the biggest, most protected stipulations that AEW has.
0: Yeah, each time they've only done it
1: twice. They've done it two other times.
0: Yeah, Omega and out Moxley, and Janela and Moxley, <laughs> and each time it's it's done what it needed
1: to do. Yeah, that's their quote death match for AEW. And it's.
0: Yeah, that's their protected gimmick that you don't see a lot. That's their mm-hmm. Hell in the Cell match. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the match.
0: That was. You don't see it unless it's to blow off a big rivalry. Yeah,
1: that's going to be the culmination of something big. And then, main event of the show. Uh, 2.0 Daniel Garcia, along with the acclaimed, taking on Eddie Kingston, the Lucha Brothers, and Santana and Ortiz. <clears throat> I fucking love Eddie Kingston, man. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, I like the way. I mean, they started this match off hot and heavy. They, you know, when they're doing when they're doing Rampage, they always have the Mark Henry interviews. <laughs> as soon as it starts, Kingston walks up. He, you know, just. Ugh, come on, come on, come on, you know, blah, 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 Looking like he's looking at a watch. Walks off screen, leaves for a second, uh, 2.0 was talking, and he comes back into screen. He's like, can we just get this going? Hey, Henry, do you do your little catchphrase. Come on.
0: Mm-hmm. We're going to
1: kick your ass. Okay. Yeah, and he's like, we're going to kick y'all's asses, and then he walks off. <laughs> time for
0: talking's over. And you hear the fans shouting,
1: it's time for the main event. And then, I mean, he didn't even let them get down to the ring. Uh, Kingston, they were all in the ring. <coughs> <coughs> Claims, their music starts. Max comes out, starts rapping. And uh, he says whatever the line was that he said. And then he goes, oh, Lord. And about that time, you see Kingston run on screen. <laughs> and they just start the beat down, all five of them. Or all 10 of them getting into it on the outside.
2: I mean, let's talk about Kingston's team, though.
1: Oh, it's a hell of a team.
2: Oh, God, yes. Them motherfuckers street fight all day long, every day of their life. Like, fuck everybody up. No
1: (laughs) And it was the perfect finish for the match. You had Garcia pin Kingston with the tights. Yes. Roll up, holding the tights, and then beat down at the end. Huge. Another big brawl, beat down. Jurassic Express comes out and makes a save. And then at the end, they look down. Tag titles are on the ground. Jurassic Express picks up the tag titles. They're looking at them. Looch Brothers walk up. And there's kind of like a stare down for a second. And then they just hand Looches the tag belts.
0: And it's, um, it's also another Second loss for Kingston
2: to where he's eventually going to snap. And I think when he snaps, he's coming on a big baby face. But I really don't know if I want that motherfucker to snap. Because he going to snap for play or snap for real. Because you don't ever know. And that's what makes <laughs> him so damn good. Like, God damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the... Because uh, he had the big loss to Brian. Then he losing to Garcia here. And then Punk before Brian. And mm-hmm. Punk, yeah. So he's had three losses. Three big losses. Yeah. What if it's something like... Mox comes back, and the night Mox comes back, he has a he loses again and snaps on Mox in the oh, back. Oh,
0: that would be perfect.
1: Mox-Kingston feud. Oh, oh
0: God. God. Jesus.
1: I mean, another Mox-Kingston feud. I mean, I know they've already done it once, but...
0: But this time, there's a little bit more things, especially when it's right after Mox comes back. Like, he says some kind of promo, like, I'm proud of you, you know, something like that. You might have beat this uh, demon. You might have beat one demon, but you ain't going to beat this demon. Imagine that. If, I don't know when he's scheduled to come back, if it's going to be Revolution. Maybe we can see them at Revolution. They've got time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's I know March, though March,
2: isn't it? Revolution's in March?
1: Yes. Yeah, February March, usually.
2: It's March, because I took the days off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can <didn't> remember. <laughs>
1: okay, real quick. I know we, we'll we go ahead and go over Raw before we talk about winter is coming and what happened there. Oh, God.
2: That was a good show.
1: It was a damn good show. Fuck yes. Uh, Raw, not so much.
2: No, Raw's never. So it started out with what? Owens and Rollins teaming up to beat down Biggie and Lashley. Which, of course, in turn turned into a fucking tag match like it always does.
1: Hold on a minute, playa. But how will they coexist? <sighs> No, uh Biggie, Lashley, Owens Rollins. It's gonna be a four-way at day one. <laughs> Who gives a flying fuck?
0: Yeah, you we finally get somebody different as WWE Champion and Biggie
1: and They're but, turning Lashley into the sympathetic baby face. How? Exactly. Like,
2: he is the biggest motherfucker in the match. Literally Who feels sympathy for him? And you're going to make if he doesn't... Aside from the fact he
0: looks like a motherfucking milk duck, that's, And you're going to... If he doesn't win at day one, then you, he'd look stupid because he just beat all of them to get into the match to begin with. Albeit by different means. Right. But he goes in there... He just beat them all in one night, but he couldn't win in 20, 30 minutes. You know, it's just... It's, it's certain little booking things that make you
2: wonder. Things that make you go, what
1: the fuck? Uh, yeah, there, apparently there was confusion near the end. Uh, there was a spear that Lashley was going to hit on either Rollins or Owens, and they moved. He speared Big E. And apparently the spear to Big E made him be down for like the next 10 minutes. While the rest of the match finished. Uh, Spear on Owens. He gets the pin on Owens. Then Rollins comes in like he missed his cue to break up the pin with a stomp. <laughs> and then there's a beat down with a power bomb on the apron and a stomp on the steps on to Lashley to leave him laying.
2: Yeah, too much She's shit. Like, why? Uh-huh.
1: And the whole time, Big E's sitting there, you know, selling. So, I mean, it was... It made little to no sense how they wanted to do stuff.
2: I mean, in fact of the matter is like, that they, they put too much shit into the finished match. Well, it's just they just try to cram
0: a bunch of stuff instead of letting it... Give them people time and...
2: Well, you have three hours of show and you have... Two big... Te- two big segments... And then they have to go in the back and talk about all this shit for 20 goddamn minutes per hour. Right. So that leaves your one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches to be quick, and quick as fucking make no sense.
1: Yeah, seven matches, three hours. I mean, it makes no sense. Well, I mean, to be fair,
2: that. two of them are women's matches, so that's like only a minute and a half. But. <laughs>
1: It's bad because it's true that that's the that's all they give them I mean the second match on the card Bianca and dewdrop Bianca's already beat her twice this yeah, match this match made it the third time where she finally hit the KOD. but cool one big
0: moment one big pop but the thing is this rivalry came out of fucking nowhere Dewdrop was a baby face after even Marie left. Next thing you know, she just randomly attached Bianca and cost her a match, and now well, she's a heel. Well,
2: they're supposed to be, I think, doing the whole gimmick change with her again because they just copyrighted the Piper Niven name. Well, good. So maybe they're going to give her her actual fucking name back. Thank goodness.
1: Who knows? Because
2: Dewdrop is fucking stupid. Yeah. And the woman can work, just like fuck. So let her work. I'm glad he's in the next match because I won't talk about that. Balor versus Theory. No God. Balor got the win. But did we hear what Bailey said about Theory? What? There's only one prince pretty and nobody needs to steal his fucking gimmick. Wow. (laughs) Oh fuck.
1: (laughs) No, I didn't hear that one. That's Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: All right, this match, apparently Theory had the upper hand and went to try to take a selfie as he was pinning him. And that's how Balor took over and got control and won the match.
2: I mean, that would, that's a selfie. I wouldn't mind having framed somewhere.
1: Theory and Balor? Yeah. Lord. Okay, but what that's I really want to right talk about... <laughs> What I really want to talk about, though, is the backstage shit that happened after this match. Did you hear about that? Mm-mm. Did you hear about that? No. Okay, it goes back. And Theory jumps Balor backstage. Austin goes and finds Vince. Vince is like, "I'm impressed." You know, talking about how you know he took the initiative to get his heat back or whatever it was he said are
2: they still pushing this theory Vince shit yes yeah dear god
1: but then Vince makes the comment and says although you did lose so I should probably just fire you you know I like firing people you just released 81 wrestlers in 2021 Do you really want to make the comment that how much you like firing people on the air?
0: Even though that is your gimmick? Oh, my God.
1: Mm,
2: Yeah, but how often has he done that in the past 20 years?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I understand the you're fired. I'm Vince McMahon. You're fired bullshit that he does. But it's just... If you're going to go and you're going to give Liv Morgan hell... For cutting a promo saying that your contract is why my friends got fired. If you're going to give her hell for that, you know, why not, why won't Vince, Vince ain't going to catch shit for him saying, I like to fire people.
2: No, that that's my whole thing. Like, he's a hypocrite. But that's why there needs to be someone with some fucking balls in that company. To be like, look, dumbass, shut the fuck up.
0: he got a point. Yeah, I mean.
2: I mean, I don't. No, I always, 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 always loved WWE. <laughs> but, and I've always loved Vince. Because he was always the genius of wrestling. Right. But now, he's just a senile old fuck that needs to go on somewhere.
1: Well, ever since the Attitude Era, when it started... <clears throat> before, you used to not have authority figures on here. You would have an authority figurehead. But ever since everybody found out Vince was the owner, and this is how it goes, yeah. and this is this.
0: Because back then, it was Jack Tony, who president. He would come on the every few months.
1: It was just every so often to be like, hey, this is going down. I mean, you would have some type of a role where you would have the people setting things up, different stuff like that. But the heel authority figure didn't start until the attitude era. And that's when the first big, that's when the next, you know, the latest big boom in wrestling happened. And that's what Vince thinks is going to resurrect everything is the heel authority figure. But it gets old. It gets tired because you go from, Vince being the authority figure To Stephanie To Shane To this person This person You got the anonymous Raw GM Then you have the general managers Who were nine times out of ten Always heal But the thing is If you're
2: gonna do that Then let the one that does it better than Vince do it Bring Stephanie in Have her on TV every week Because I'm sorry Stephanie can piss you off in more ways than Vince can
1: Agreed, but just the whole heel authority figure is getting. It's, it's a, overplayed. It's a stale idea.
0: That's easy to go to when you have nothing else to put on TV. I mean. You can have authority figures you after your big baby face contender that they're constantly keeping down. Like,
2: like I'm not going to lie. I think that Vince is the reason that Triple H is having heart problems now. Mm hmm. I can see that. I mean, basically, it's hard to come out that the man will never be able to wrestle again. That sucks. So I guarantee you
0: probably had a match for somebody that he wanted to put him down.
2: Because Triple X is one of the best in the ring. I'm like, I will stand by that till the end of my days. Oh yeah, That is. But yeah, like,
1: he's not on the Rushmore, but he's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but moving on Miz T V styles and Omos. Which leads into Styles and Omos against the Mysterios <coughs> and Omos Turn on turns styles. on styles. <laughs> leave styles laying <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What was that? that? That's my impression of
2: <laughs> You're impression of Omos? Yeah. <laughs> We get demonetized
1: I'm not gonna say what I was about
2: to say. We gonna can get canceled.
1: I don't think we can do that in 2021. I have to pee. Oh lord. But yeah, Styles on
0: Moss. Styles turns on him. Um, yeah. turns on Styles.
1: Yeah, this was a uh, finals of the RK Bronament. No. So, you know, the Mysterios, they're going to get the next...
0: Tag titles.
1: They're going to get the next tag title shot. Which will be where they lose, and
0: then maybe when the Mysterios return, maybe Dominant turns.
1: Uh And then after this, you have Orton come out, and it leads to Orton against Chad Gable. Oh, okay. Which, uh, yeah, apparently Gable got some good stuff there at the beginning. And then uh wind up hitting the RKO get the, to get the pin. Uh, Dolph Ziggler against Damian Priest. Good little match. Yeah, Ziggler had Root out there. Uh, Priest gets all the whole pissy thing. Oh, the Dr. Jekyll. Yeah, and apparently that's when he doesn't give a shit if he gets counted out. So I think he was out of the ring. Going after Rude, I think is what it said, is how that one ended up. And then uh Edge uh, does the Cutting Edge now, and his guest on that was Maurice. It sounds
2: fun that they do both shows on the same damn thing. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's the whole thing where Maurice was trying to go... He had, Edge, Yeah, he brings Maurice out as a guest, trying to be like, oh, so you're slapping your husband because blah, blah, blah. And it was all supposed to be a distraction for Miz to jump Edge, and he caught him and then still wound up getting jumped. <laughs> and, yeah, great way to make your babyface look smart, but still look stupid. Good job, WWE. Uh, Then the other women's segment on the match, Rhea beats Selena.
2: Probably like a minute and a half, if that.
1: Yeah, short again, making it look like Rhea is getting held back by uh, Nikki. Again, this is a woman that was a fucking beast
0: in NXT. Defeat Shayna was a fucking standout in in the women's war game match that year was one of the standouts of the women's division in NXT. She comes to Monday Night Raw and she's S- putting a tag such
1: team. Such is
2: the story. That's how it always goes. And then... Closing out the show was Lynch and Morgan.
1: Morgan has a horribly scripted promo that she doesn't deliver very well. Of course.
2: Is that what she like jumped during the training?
1: Yeah, there's the video of that shit and all that stuff. I mean, it's just not very good. I mean, I hate to say that. I do. Because I like Morgan.
0: Yeah, just let her fucking talk on her own, for God's sake. Give her some bullet points.
2: Vince can't do that. He has to be in control of everything.
1: Okay, now we'll talk about uh, Winter is Coming.
2: I thought you wanted to do something before we talked about Winter is Coming. Yeah
1: what I want to do before he's coming. Oh, winter. no, you said, hey, we'll get you to You said, hey, coming.
2: we're going to run through Raw first but before we get to winter is coming and then you just kind of... Yeah, we were going to do Raw before winter is coming. That's, is no, that's saying. not how you worded it, sir.
0: You want like, yeah, something you want to bring to the attention before.
1: <laughs> okay, well, before we talk about good wrestling, we'll talk about more shitty wrestling. I had a match this weekend.
0: Your match was better than all of Raw. Basically. Well, of course.
2: I mean, the ref sucked, but...
1: Yeah, no, a little short sh- shit. Piece of shit. Right? <laughs> Easy <at> to <an> Overlook.
2: <laughs> Piece of shit. All not know can get hurt getting in a ring. Shut the hell up. <laughs> how? how in the hell?
0: Okay, there's the pull-apart brawl between Jay Collins and Wes Blaze. The ref was in the ring. I was waiting for my cue for them to call the other ref. They do the cue. I run up there. My short ass didn't realize how tall that fucking ring was. I thought I was going to slide in. And when I go, I go and I hit my damn left knee as hard as fuck sliding in. On the damn apron.
1: You know it's a regular size ring. It's not like it's up higher than a normal ring. Tell yeah, that's my damn knee. I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell happened.
2: I don't know what happened. You didn't jump high enough.
1: That happened. <laughs> You've ate a lot since you had to slide into a ring. So <laughs> B- t- B- yeah. tell me I'm lying. I'm hungry. Exactly. (laughs) How them ref pants fit? I got new ones. I didn't wear the old one. It was bad. But yeah, I had my first match back in a year and a half. He looked great. He looked real good. I mean, I paced the match out the way I knew how to, to cover up any shortcomings I may have.
2: But I mean, that's the smart thing to do with it being your first match out. Exactly. Because... Well, nobody's expecting to go out and have a 60-minute Broadway.
1: <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's like I said. I went out there. I did a – You pissed your daughter off. <laughs> I always piss her off. But, I mean, I got some quick – a quick bump out of the way. I hit a little quick flurry to kind of test my wind out. Ran the ropes a little bit just to see. Had him slide out so I could see if I needed to catch wind. I was good. Uh, went through. Uh, took a stiff knee drop to the chest. Yeah, that, my, my chest, God, it hurts.
2: So I wasn't completely wrong about it being stiff. <laughs> no, that was the only thing.
1: Uh, stiff knee drop on the chest. He hit a nice, pretty leg drop off the top rope. Oh, yeah, it was real pretty.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh so I'ma tell you you need to come out and ref more at RCW because it's hilarious. Cause Sorry. the crowd was like the ref has so much personality and it's so great. Cause you are <laughs> the stupidest motherfucker to watch while refing. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <wow. coughs> um oh, oh yeah, the
0: way I did it, yeah, yeah. I get I get into it. I sell the shit. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I the crowd was hilarious watching
1: him. <laughs> uh, no, I thought it was a pretty good match. There was uh, one little botch that we were able to kind of halfway cover. I was going for a pop-up flatliner, and he forgot about it until he was in midair what the move was. <laughs> Literally, he told me, he's like, I got, and I was just off the ground, and I was like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> So instead of it being a pop up flatliner, it kind of turned into a, a flapjack. Line. Still looks
2: good. <laughs> so you probably wonder how I got here. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I mean, I'm not, the whole show. Saturday was great. It was a good show. Yeah. A great show. Yes.
1: No, RCW is. I mean, it's like I've said before. It's come a long way from the first time I ever went down there. It was a good show. Love Tyler. Love the guys in the back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Jay Collins, as soon as he walked in, he's like, oh, my God, I'm so happy right now. Give me a hug. <laughs> Fuck you, Jay Collins.
2: Three goddamn weeks and I'm not going to hug nothing. Goddamn bastard. <laughs> he offered you a ride with him. Yeah, he offered you a ride there. get
0: the mind out of the gun.
1: But no, uh. January 1st is the next show down there. I'll be on that one, too. So come out. uh, Come say hey. Watch the show. There was actually a bunch of guys there in the crowd uh, that listened to the podcast. Or at least one that listened to the podcast. And then a couple more that I just hadn't seen around in a while.
2: It was good. I mean, it's always a good show out there. I like the fact that I get to be the critic. <laughs> well,
1: so, enough of the guys know you or they'll be like, hey, how was that? <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see what they do with Wes and Jay Collins. I right. Though. And I'm, the collective is, I'm interested in it. First time I got the reason. Right.
0: Yeah,
1: I like I like the music. Sounds like the the song from Teen Titans Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but now winner is coming. Holy moly!
0: So we knew
1: something was going down when the first person out is a
0: uh, fucking Danielson. Danielson. So the first match, of course, was a world title between Hangman and Danielson. And my God. Holy fuck. If, that, if this match doesn't tell you that Brian Denderson is one of the best pound for pound pure wrestlers in the world, then I don't know what would convince you that. The man, for this whole hour, did not look like he was out of breath once. He paced the match incredible. Like the first, what well, it felt like, 10, 15 minutes was him just pissing off Paige, going in and out of the ropes, trying to piss him off. Just, you know. Doing mat wrestling, doing grappling, doing submission wrestling, you know. And, you know, he controlled the offense for a good portion of the match. You know, Hangman would have his comeback, his little flurries of stuff.
1: They beat the literal fuck out of God, each other, yes. too.
0: And when he busted Hangman open off the ring post and he was just gushing blood, it was...
2: <laughs> How many fucking <coughs> times are you going to say, you know? <laughs> did I, did I really... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't realize I was saying that.
1: I'm, you know, I'm, you say it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I
0: don't even realize I'm saying that.
1: You know, you can make a drinking game out of it. And you know you'd be fucked up and probably get out of the
2: <laughs> You know, y'all can I mean, quit saying no. <laughs> you know <laughs>
1: but yes it was, it, was, no. it was a fucking badass match no it was a hell of a match I mean like you said the way they were pacing everything the way the first you know quarter of the match was them almost feeling each other out then getting mm-hmm. into the mm-hmm. getting down to it uh, and you didn't you didn't even realize it had been an hour like they went to like four or five commercial marches, and you're like that's a pretty good
0: match What wonder how long it's been and you hear Jess Roberts five, five minutes, minutes and later. you're like wait, wait what, what?
2: Yeah, I didn't realize it. I'm like, wait, this is awful. There's been a lot of fucking commercials in it. Yeah. And then I'm like, whoa. And I pointed
0: <laughs> Je- to Je- was like, this going to be a time limit drop. He did things like,
2: nah,
1: nah. I mean, you really didn't... <clears throat> did you really want that to be Brian's first loss?
0: Or Heyman's first loss.
1: Or did you want him to lose his first title defense? Because that was his first match since winning the title. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you really couldn't have Hangman lose because that would just derail everything.
0: Yeah, so how do you make this match incredible but protect both people? Boom, time to draw. So are
2: they going to push it back? Are they going to push it through Revolution?
0: I think they might break away, let Hangman get a few title defenses between now and then,
1: and then come back probably. Yeah, let him get a couple because, I mean, he got... That was his title shot for winning the Eliminator Tournament. So he got that. Let him have... Let him have another good couple of uh, victories. Because, I mean, the way, the way they had to pace this match out, it didn't have the we're going to beat the fuck out of each other from the start like the lead-up led you to think it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, hell, they couldn't have kept that pace going through the whole match if they would have done it that way. Yeah. yeah, if this was gonna
0: be a 20-30 minute match, then yeah, they could have done it. But knowing it was gonna be an hour long match, they had to they had to start slow.
1: Yeah, because I mean, they've got a lot more story that they can tell that they didn't tell. So, oh I yeah, mean, they're they'll definitely bring it back. But I would have Hangman get a couple of wins. You know,
2: I mean, Daniel could also go through the rest of the order. Yeah, yeah. and the
0: the, the final singles of the match, Hangman goes to the butt shot. Brian can, can counters it into the the label lock. He holds on to that for God forever. Then he finally gets out, takes down Brian, goes to the uh, buckshot. Boom, time expires. You're like, ah, oh, damn. And the crowd was shit five more minutes, five more minutes. So, that's definitely match of the year, contender,
2: no doubt. The AEW crowd is a crowd I've never heard before. Oh, right. And the fact that we've got to be a part of that crowd, oh,
0: so great. Then next, we got Matt Sidell versus my main crush, Wardlow. Fucking love. I like his music, too. This is poor.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <coughs> Let me on. This is just further sowing the seeds of Wardlow's mm-hmm. baby face
0: turn. So, you know, they, Sidell got a couple little kicks in here. He got a little offense, and then, you know, just powerbomb, powerbomb. You got Spears coming in. He says, hey baby stop, just just pin him, just pin him. We don't work by the
1: hour. He hits the second power bomb and goes to pick him up and that's when Spears starts doing the No, no, but the crowd's still one more time, one more time. So he hits the other one. And the Spears is like, Okay, pin him now. Yeah. And then you know, he gets him up and Spears starts
0: hits hitting side with the chair a couple of times and then his phone rings and it's MJF, tells him to go tells Wardlow to go get champagne for the celebration tonight. Crowd Which,
1: Makes sense because it was a way to keep uh, Wardlow and Spears out for the end of the All night right. shenanigans. But yeah, that's it's it's gonna be
0: such a huge pop when he finally turns on MJF. Yeah. Uh another great match, Serena D versus Sakaro Shida. Number three. D is probably one of the most technical <laughs> masters. <clears throat> when it comes to women's wrestling, and Hikaru Shida is—they've is they, had three great matches.
1: Shida's improved a lot.
0: Yes, she has. Mm-hmm. And she got the perfect person to help her too. Um, uh, it was a great match. You know, uh, she got to win with a what was it? I think it was a roll-up, wasn't it?
1: It was a jackknife pin after Dave hit the turn turnbuckle, turnbuckle that she had she removed. Spot? She removed the turnbuckle cover and wound up going into it herself. And then Sheeta caught the uh, jackknife pin off of that.
2: So I their turn buckles look weird. Like when they took the, when she ripped the pad off, or maybe it was just the way she ripped. I don't know. It looked weird. <coughs> I don't know. They
1: just need to turn the buckle. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Fuck you, Dresden. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, product placement. <laughs> <Tom>. <laughs> night.
1: And then well, speaking of product placement, we were told we need to get posters. that uh, There are people that have stores and stuff that w- they are going to put posters up to try to get people to listen to the podcast. Hey, so. that'd be pretty cool. Do you like wrestling? Then listen to this damn podcast.
2: So we <laughs> Do need you to like laugh. being entertained?
1: Then listen to another podcast. But if you <laughs> like to laugh at stupid people, listen to this You're one. You're damn right. <laughs>
0: You're absolutely right. <coughs> main event was the finals mm-hmm. for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. MJF versus Dante Martin. We all knew it was going to happen. This is MJF's match. This is MJF's gimmick. The, the Dynamite Diamond Ring is always going to be his. So, you know, it was a great match. You know, they gave Dante plenty of offense to make it look like he might actually take the Well, Dynamite he hit Diamond the
1: – he hit his finish, that double springboard. Yeah. He hit it, then Ricky Starks puts the – MJO's foot on the ropes. Right in front of the ref. Hey, what's the point, brother? I mean, right in front of the ref. So, I mean, it was... Timing was a little off, but hell, who gives a shit, right? Right. That's one of those no, you'd be like... Ricky
2: Starks don't give a fuck. He gonna do what he wants to do regardless. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah. I like the way they're slow building the... Team Taz and
0: Dante, and, uh, Leo. Dante
1: Leo feud, and yeah. now the hooks involved. Yep, yeah, uh, number one selling t shirt on my AEW my too. By the way, outsold
2: shirt. <laughs>
1: yeah, white t shirt, black writing, just says Hook on it, and it's outsold CM Punk shirts. Take notes, kids. <laughs> That's fucking awesome.
0: You
2: know,
1: the, who's his
2: batch
0: this week? Who? Hook? Yeah. I have no idea. Uh-huh. Is he on Rampage this week? Yeah.
1: He's on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. But Rampage is an hour long, so. Or two hours long. Oh, yeah, because of the bash.
0: Of course, MJF wins with the salt of the earth. Dante taps out. Pinnacle minus Wardlow and Spears come out to celebrate, put MJF on his
1: arms. Lights go out. <laughs> Me and you Jason. Said, hold on, hold on. You say Pinnacle comes out. It was just FTR. Yeah. I, I mean, come on. <laughs> FTR comes out, throws a <coughs> hand on his shoulder. Fair Bronson, who's hot. Oh, yeah. I, was, I remember right. seeing that. You know, when the last go out, of MJ... Uh, as soon as the lights go out, we're thinking... Brisco. Briscoe Brothers debuting. That was our first off. Then they come on... It's... And it was... Sting and Darby. It was Sting and Darby. And you don't want to say it was just Sting and Darby, because, I mean, it's fucking Sting. Yeah. But when you're... Thinking, you know, there's going to be all these debuts and nobody's debuted this time. And you're just like, this is their big, a big show for them. I mean, they just had a fucking hour-long heavyweight title match. So you're thinking there's going to be a big debut. Lights go out. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Because they just teased the FTR Briscoes at the final Ring of Honor deal.
0: You know, I mean, I wasn't upset. I mean, that, that the lights out was a little too much. If it was just going to be stinging, Darby, they could have just came out.
1: Well, maybe if the lights would have went out, and as soon as they went out, they would have turned that blue light on and let the snow start, and let them run in instead of, you know, turning the lights off. When they're back on, they're just in the ring. But all in all, it was a great, great show. Yeah. Ten out of
0: ten definitely would do again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready for uh tomorrow night.
2: But I'm thinking that with the with tomorrow being the holiday badge, they may have a debut there. Oh, I think they will.
1: Yeah, because you got tomorrow and then like we were saying, uh tomorrow Rampage right, is maybe. gonna be two hours.
0: And then the week after that you get the final show for King okay, Time to Watch it never mind. And then the first show TBS.
1: And then the Battle of the Belts. And the Battle of the Belts, yeah. So I mean, there's a.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> and Donnie did say there was going to be some surprises. It's just going to be spread out over the next few
2: weeks. Yeah. Can't blow your load early, kids. But I mean, it doesn't even have to be they debut on TV. They could just be fucking hinted at.
1: Right, and there. I mean, there's been a lot of hints. I mean, from Adam Cole saying, "Hey, I got a present for you guys next week," and then from Malachi. which I don't think should be. Kyle O'Reilly. I think it should be something cheesy and cheap, like they open up and it's a new Young Bucks T shirt or something.
0: Y'all are still
1: at it. I mean just because like Josh said, you don't wanna blow your load on everything. Everybody knows Kyle's coming. Let, let it marinate for a little bit.
0: I think that's I think tomorrow we see Brody King debut in the House of Black with Malachi. Yeah. Because I hinted at that last week. The whole, you're not
1: just a king anymore.
0: And, of course, him and Brody are the tag team champions at PWG. Right. And they scooped him up immediately. What what, what you
2: got in your head? What if O'Reilly doesn't come with Cole? But Cole goes out. After somebody, O'Reilly comes out and takes Cole out.
1: continue the feud from NXT.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to show you how we can really do some I mean,
1: hell, (laughs) why not? Malachi's keeping a (laughs) storyline going from WWE with the eye thing. So, I mean, (laughs) shit, why not? But, guys, that was the week in wrestling. Uh, Everything that happened on TV, and I wrestled at RCW, and... All that good shit. So, we'll take a break right here. Come back and we'll tell you our top five things we want to see WWE do next year. So, uh, we'll be right back. Violet Beauregard. Oh,
2: that is her name. That's what
1: you're (laughs) thinking of. (laughs) In case you're wondering... Will said Josh was going to turn into the Blueberry Girl from Willy Wonka.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, Will. And then he's going to be like the Undertaker's theme song, just rolling, 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 rolling. I thought you were talking about the Massive Dong. <laughs> <laughs> no, he don't have one of those. Uh, That's the dude on Twitter. Oh, dear God. <laughs> it's like a one liter bottle. 2 Liter bottle, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh. Why, why? I don't know. I, w- I just want to know who the hell he's been sleeping with. Because uh-uh. I mean,
1: I know somebody like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Then I brought her up with Jennifer. <laughs> I don't think
0: the porn industry are taking back. Ah, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, WWE in 2022.
1: Okay, yeah, I was about to say, what the hell are we supposed to be talking about so, right so, now? So, we gonna
2: fuck up with the groove here. I'm going first this time.
1: Okay, you actually got yours? Because it took you forever.
2: Kiss my ass. This was hard. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. So, I'm about to fuck WWE out to help,
1: right? Okay. Hey. Hold on. You going like five to
2: one or do you even have an order? No, I don't really have an order. It's just that. <coughs> okay. So, my big one. Fuck it. One show. One main show. That's it. No SmackDown. No Raw. Just one main show. Just WWE. Okay. At this point, they don't have a fucking enough people for two shows. The thing is, they do. They have a lot of people they're still not using. Well, then fucking put one show and use the five you want to use. It's fine.
1: <laughs> because, I mean, Ricochet's not on TV. is not on TV.
0: Like I said, one show, use the five oh, you want of you to use. Ali, they sent, apparently, they sent Ali home early, too.
1: Yeah, because they didn't have anything for him. Hometown of Chicago. They had the show
2: there. He wasn't there. <clears throat> I like that. I mean, at least we wouldn't have to worry about having a. I'm just over. But it. no, WWE. They would take that and make that one main show, five hours. Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah. Two and a half hours on one network, two and a half hours on the other networks, <laughs> simultaneously cast. <laughs> have two They'll rings. Call it WWE Smack. War raw
0: down raw down (laughs) down. God smack
1: raw. That sounds like a bad (laughs) porn. Raw down
2: (laughs) lousy day. Okay, my next one. Any tag team hold a title that's not the New Day or the fucking Usos? Okay, okay.
1: That's actually happening on Raw because they're on SmackDown.
2: Whatever. <laughs> Someone oh wait, th-
1: this is if there's only one show.
2: Right. Gotcha. Someone that's fucking useful as a tag champion.
1: RK bro. <sighs> okay. I like when he gets his
0: eh. He's like, yeah, it's like, uh. I like it. I like it, but I was, I was, I was. Uh. I'm kind of over it now.
2: I'm ready for riddle to turn. I want to see him as a heel. So, just because... Okay. Just because I'm sick and tired of the bitch getting shit on every fucking time she shows up and on TV in WWE, I want it to mean a title run.
1: 24-7 or women's?
2: Women's. Oh.
1: Well, she's trying to get the 24-7 title. Which, by the way, the whole Dana Brooke and Reggie thing is kind of weird.
0: Oh, he's just trying to lure him in and get that damn title back.
1: I mean... You know the whole Drake Maverick on the honeymoon with the wife and everything. That was hilarious. That what, was, what if it progresses and you got Dana Brooke and Reggie going to the hotel room, right? And
2: it going to get spicy, question mark?
1: But, let's hear me out.
2: I know, exactly I know what this is. One. I know exactly what this is going. And you're gonna pin her ass in the bed. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> lights
1: go out. Oh, no, nope, yeah, like not it. even the lights go out. Reggie lays Dana down. There's a little, you know, all of a sudden, ref just like you say, hey, say hey, from around up the, the bed. bed, and just really no, not even hit, just real soft, just like. <laughs> and then Reggie gets up, bounces on the bed a couple times, does a backflip, and runs out. <laughs> And Dana Brooks laying there like. I mean, she could even say. thought she could last longer than three seconds or, you know, something like that, you know.
2: <laughs> Don't repeat the things you hear in this room.
1: No, you know not to say anything <laughs> wow. that I say.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I would like to see Tamina get a decent title run and actually be able to. Have a, give that's not a bodyguard. Be herself. Yeah, that's not a bodyguard. Whatever the fuck. Whatever. So I've said it before, I'll say it again. My other thing on here is for Vince to give a damn. About that, someone other than himself.
1: I don't know if he can. I don't know if he knows fucking how to. I don't think he's wired that way. I think he's wired differently than the rest of us. I mean, he literally thinks that what he's doing is good.
2: I don't see how, like, your ratings are dropping. You have to fucking drape off whole fucking arenas. But he thinks what he's doing is good. He is entertained by it. They are literally, right now, for a Royal Rumble, buy one, get one ticket.
1: Where's wow. the Rumble? <coughs> Probably somewhere is it in like Orlando. Plane. It is Orlando. Grab Orlando. That's enough. That's not my wife, that's my daughter. You want to yeah. you go to the Royal Rumble? You go to the Royal Rumble. No? Okay. Let's well, see. That solves that. <laughs> <High five. laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad when you have to give away tickets to one of your biggest shows of the year.
2: It says the Rumble for 2022 is in St. Louis. No. Oh. Day one's see. in
1: Atlanta. Day one's we said Atlanta. Orlando. What's in Orlando? I
2: don't know. I don't know why I thought Orlando. <laughs> yeah, either way. I mean, St. Louis ain't that bad of a drive either. No. <laughs> no, it's not too bad at all. I don't know that any of us want to be in a car with each other for that long. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody might be dead. Hey,
1: we talked about it on the way down to RCW. <laughs> us in a car together was fun. this <laughs> we just don't know. And I'm not talking about just the drive to RCW. I was talking about the drive to AEW when it was all of us in the car.
2: And then my last one is, I won't live to get a title run.
0: I think it's going to happen at
2: day
1: one. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen at all because why would it? You got a point. Vince is going to see what happened on Raw last week. With her being on the ramp, cutting that promo, and the one fan of Becky's just keep running her mouth. Really? The crowd's not behind her. Yep. I mean, it's sad to say, but that's the way Vince thinks. If you have one thing that goes contrary to what he's wanting or thinking it should. It's just...
0: He'll see a whole crowd, stadium or a whole arena going crazy for the person. Well, I just don't know why they're over. I don't get it. But if you see some one person not liking a big face, well, see, they're not over. That, that's his mindset. If they're
1: getting I mean, it's over, what he, he, it's what he used to do with Cesaro all the time. He would turn him heel. Two weeks later, turn him baby. A week later, turn him heel and be like, I don't know why the crowd can't get behind him.
2: Because you don't give him a fucking chance.
1: I mean, how long did the Cesaro section last? Even through the turning and baby heel, baby heel, baby heel, people showing up, Cesaro section signs all over the mm-hmm. fucking arena.
0: WrestleMania Thirty it was fucking all over the place, and that pop when he won the first Andre, that could have turned into something great, but no, it didn't.
1: <coughs> all right, Josh, what you got for a top
2: five this time? All right, time? number
0: five: um, stop over fucking producing segments. <laughs> I can tell you how many times, and WrestleTalk talks about this all the time, like, they'll go to a match, then they'll cut to a commercial, then they'll come back for a commercial, they'll replay something that happened earlier in the night, then they'll have somebody come down to the ring for their interest, yeah, go that, back to commercial.
1: That's the pacing of the show, yeah, that's yes, not the... Overproduction is when they're doing too much camera cuts and shit like oh, that. that That's the overproduction then that they talk about.
0: Paced correctly is what I mean. Yeah,
1: talking. I see what you're. I know what you mean. I know what you're meaning by that. But yeah, I mean, they do that way too much.
0: And then sometimes some of the camera cuts. They, <coughs> go, they go from one camera to another five different times really fast and it like, makes your head turn. So
1: yeah, when they well, do that. Us watching Raw last week, there was one segment. Within five seconds, <coughs> there towards the end of the match, they cut from camera one to camera two about six different times in literally in 30 seconds. It's crazy. I mean, it made no sense. And the, like you, like you were saying, the way they pay stuff out where they'll bring somebody out for their entrance and that person's entrance music will play for a good six, seven minutes mm-hmm. because after they come out and get in the ring, they'll go to a commercial. Then they'll come back and there'll be two different recaps, then a backstage segment. Then they'll show them in the ring again, and then you'll see the opponent's entrance, and then back to commercial. Right. I mean, it, I don't know why they. It's like they're actively trying to make you turn the channel because you're like, okay, this is stupid.
0: Exactly. Number four, I want Money in the Bank back solely at WrestleMania. And with them supposedly keeping the format of two nights of WrestleMania because they think it's better. If it's fits perfectly, you can have the men's on one night, the women's on another night. It's it's so much better that way because when it was brought in at WrestleMania, it it felt like a big deal. Like when we had the first Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania, you're like, okay, cool. Not only is it a new match, it has stakes to it, but we're also giving other people that don't have a chance to be on the card time to be on the card and have have a WrestleMania moment. So, that, I want that back at WrestleMania. And get rid of the Money Bank of the altogether. Number three, get rid of the 24-7 title. Completely. There's plenty of other things that they can find for these people to do. You've got people like... You would have... What?
1: To argue that, they can't, though. I mean, they can't, but... Because, I mean, before the 24-7 title, what's the last thing you saw Akira Tozawa do besides being a ninja in a cinematic match against the... Viking Raiders and Street prophets. I just... I feel
0: like the backstage segments, I mean, yeah, while they are comedic, it's more filler. And unless... Like, when they first brought it back, okay, we thought we was going to have like maybe a hardcore title kind of thing, but it's not. I mean, yeah, they've done more with it as far as putting it on TV every now and then. But now they stop doing that and now it's back to the backstage segments. They either get rid of it or... Restructure it to where it's, I mean, you you can't take something this comedic any more seriously than it already is, but do something different with it. Number two, no more over-the-top gimmick pay-per-views like Hell in the Cell, TLC, and Elimination Chamber. Those are are gimmick pay-per-views that should be blow-offs to major storylines. Like, anytime you hear the words Hell in the Sale, if this was like 15 years ago, you heard Hell in the Cell, you're like, oh shit. Because you didn't see Hell in the Sale that much. Same thing with TLC and Elimination Chamber. Yes, you always probably knew when Elimination Chamber was coming because it was coming right around a certain time, but those matches, now you're expecting them to see them every year, and it's it takes the myth away from them. So, you can still have your. If, you, if WWE still wants to have their 12 pay per views a year, you can still do that. I mean, let's see, we can bring back Judgment Day, Armageddon, No Mercy. I mean the
1: bad thing is I bring back the in your house format.
2: Yeah. But you also don't have the people that bring the fear and stuff to those matches that we used to have. That's true.
1: I agree. But like you were saying, if you want twelve pay per views, have twelve pay per views, but the pay per views are getting diluted because they're trying to do too much. I mean, hell. Have your big four pay-per-views and then have another one or two Special shows Special ones. And you go January Rumble. March Mania. Uh August SummerSlam. June is some kind of like Judgment Day or something like that. August is SummerSlam. Late October, do Survivor Series there. Or a a Halloween Havoc type. I mean, you can can divide it out to where it's every other month you have a big pay-per-view. And then those pay-per-views in the middle, you do In Your House style where they're not a big pay-per-view. They're the two-hour, like In Your House used to be.
2: And I love those pay-per-views.
1: Yeah, they're nice.
0: Then my last one, number one, Sami Zayn world title run with his conspiracy theory gimmick angle running through. We've talked about that before, I've told you about how I wanted that. Like the whole thing is he finally gets a shot the title, but like he's seeing conspiracy theories, he everybody's out to get him no matter what. And even when he wins the title, that doesn't stop it. When he wins the world title, it increases even more. Like, he's freaking out about everything. Like, the ref's out to get him. Like, he turns his back. Like, he doesn't want to be around nobody. Like, like he is completely delusional about, oh, my God, I, didn't, I shouldn't have won this. Now they're really out to get me. And he stops at nothing to make sure that he does not lose that title. And even when he wins matches, there's something that could have went wrong. I think that's gold right there.
1: I really do. Okay. Uh, mine, uh, number five, and the bad thing is, is I have to even say this, <laughs> just get better. That's I mean, just do better. <clears throat> I mean, you have all these people on the roster that you're not using or that you're shitting on just so you can have these one or two guys that you try to push all the time. I mean... Put on entertaining shows. It's bad with the roster that they have. You watch Raw and you're bored. You watch SmackDown and you're like, there was one good match on a two hour show. Yeah. I mean, as bad as it sounds to say, the best show they put on here recently was fucking Crown Jewel. And that's the shows that we hated before. That's crazy. I mean, that's the bad thing. That's the best show they've put on this year. On Raw, dude. Sit. There you go. <laughs> I was just talking about that. What? I so said Vince McMahon's comments on Raw did not sit well with most wrestling fans. Uh, but yeah, just get better. Do better. You don't have to be the greatest show. You don't have to put on, you know, perfect 10, 5-star shows every week. I mean, it's like me and you.
0: Um, we, when we would watch Raw's Smackdown, uh, it would go for we would put it on to... Watch, we'd look up every now and then, and see something cool, and then look back down at our phones, or go back to talking. Then it was just on for background noise. Now it's not even on at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, we. I turned Raw on last Monday, and that was the last WWE show that we watched since I couldn't tell you when.
0: Yeah. I mean, Fridays are usually busy, so most of us are not even watching that. We'll turn on Rampage. Um,
1: but, yeah, it's... The last WWE show that I watched was an NXT one Tuesday night that we didn't record. Yeah. And that was god-awful. I mean, it was so fucking bad.
0: And that's one thing that pisses us off even more. Like When WWE was, when WWE's not doing good and they're fucking being retarded, what was the thing we always looked forward to? You could always fall
1: back on NXT to be good.
0: Exactly. And now you can't even do that. And I'm sorry. I don't, I don't like none of the guy, people on NXT. I don't like Carmelo Hayes. I, I don't like Cora Jade. I don't like um, the fucking New York fucking guy. I don't, I don't like none
2: so of them. So there's a couple people on NXT that have potential. I mean... Yeah.
1: They have potential, but they're... They're going back and they're making it what it was, quote, supposed to have been, which is the developmental show. Right. Which is fine. That's all well and good. But if you're going to have a developmental show, that's what it needs to be. It doesn't need to be on national television.
0: Yeah, it needs to go back to uh, just house shows.
1: It needs to be like OVW was, where they had, you know, they had the developmental show. People could go and watch. Or it was like a. It was like an indie show. Or if you was at the local area, you get <clears> it. It was locally there on TV. Right. It was on the local TV access channels, whatever. But you know, the only people really watching it were the people that could actually be there. So it wasn't putting these people. I mean, hell, they made a comment that uh, you were talking about her just a second ago, Cora Jade. You said you don't like her at all. Apparently, they're trying to push her because she, quote, looks like a cool teenager and teenage boys will be drawn to that. Mm. Oh, Lord. She's not wrong. I didn't hear what she said. <laughs> she said. sexism. Well, I mean, that's exactly what they said. She looks like a cool teenager that teenage boys will be drawn to. And she does. Look at her. She looks like she's 12. Yeah. In <clears throat> the skater
0: gimmick. I mean he had, I, I, there was something Oh there's some back the back and
1: forth with her and Darby.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody said about Jakor, like, hey, skateboarding. I don't know what that was said. No, Darby
1: made the comment about uh is his life. Skateboarding is something that he or I'm really a skateboarder. I don't just play one on T V. And she goes back at him, saying, "Well, I'm a good person that doesn't have assault allegations. I don't just play one on TV."
2: Yeah, that, like,
1: that was that was fucked up. Well, apparently, it was like Corey Jade's ex tag partner on the Indies that accused him of the stuff. So there's, there's some the heat between the two of them, anyway. But yeah. Uh, so, number five, get better. Number four, put Nikki Cross back doing her sanity shit. Yes. The crazy, psycho, running all over the place, Nikki Cross. Not the, I'm Alexa Bliss's best friend. Not, I'm a fucking superhero. This is what the whole Nikki-ass thing needs to lead to. She needs to fucking lose her mind and go back to that shit.
0: Yes, and I hope that's what
1: happens. She needs to fucking go crazy on Rhea. That's her first feud. Heal crazy-ass Nikki. Beating the living fuck out of big, badass Rhea Ripley.
0: And that will immediately establish.
1: That will immediately get her over. Number three, more tag team stuff. Yes. I've said it. If I've said it once on this podcast, I've said it a million times. I love tag team wrestling. Tag team wrestling is a lost art form. If you know how to do it right, it's fucking beautiful. If you don't know how to do it right, it's the shit. it can be sloppy and everything. So you need to have actual more tag teams doing tag team stuff, not just... Singles Wrestler A and Singles Wrestler B don't have anything to do. So we'll put them together.
0: And it's rarely been. Sometimes when you put two odd singles together, it works. But it's not what you need to do all the time.
1: And any tag team that's had any success in WWE here recently, besides New Day and Usos, that's what it's been. From RK... (coughs) RK Bro to AJ and Omos. To go back a little bit, you had Austin and Triple H, the two man power trip shit they did. And, that, and I mean, sometimes if it's two big single stars like that was, or like AJ Styles is a big single star and it's trying to get somebody else over, I mean, you can understand some of that shit. Water. But just constantly doing it All the time I mean hell One of the best tag teams Hell a couple of Few of the best tag teams ever Were just thrown together guys Fucking APA Yep They were just two single guys That got put together Uh Hillman and Austin I was just about to say The Hollywood Blondes Were two singles guys That just got put together So yes It can work But They have to be people That know how to tag I mean Tillman, he used to tag with the Z-Man. That was a tag team that they had going for a while. So he knew about tag wrestling. Austin, before he went to WCW, he did a lot of tag stuff in the Texas indie scene. So, I mean, people that know how to tag can do shit like that. I mean, you don't have a lot of established tag teams that come up through the ranks together anymore. No, you don't. I mean, if you do, I mean, hell, I wasn't the biggest fan of Heavy Machinery, but that was at least a tag team that... They'd been coming up. They came up together. Yeah, because once they come up, you either get a few months with them, and then they break up. American Alpha was a tag team that came up together, and then they weren't on the main roster for a month before they were split. And then, of course, Jordan, Jason Jordan got hurt. I mean, more tag team stuff, like good tag team stuff. Ah. Uh, Number two, push Cesaro. Won't happen. I know it's not gonna happen. This is stuff I want to see happen. I mean, I know it's not gonna happen. The people who deserve to get pushed don't get pushed.
0: Oh. You know, if you talk about people, you know, these some of these people are loyal to WWE when they shouldn't be, but and they don't get rewarded for nothing.
1: Cesaro gave Roman and Seth both their best matches. The one of the best matches they've had in their careers. Uh Roman, the title match against Roman, and then following it up by beating Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. And then he just disappears after that. I mean he's just fucking disappeared. It makes no goddamn sense. And then you just have him on TV just this past fucking Friday, jiving out to Ridge Holland. I mean, why? If you have someone that's that good, fucking use them. Use them right. Yeah. Let them be a champion. Let them be in the minute scene for more than just uh, one month. And the bad thing is, I just wrote Push Cesaro, but there's so many other names that I could have fucking put there.
0: Because of how... How deep the roster is and how many people that we don't see on a regular basis, but they keep pushing the same people.
1: I mean, it could be push Lazaro. It could be push Chad Gable. It could be push Ricochet. It could be push Ali. Ali. I mean, so many different fucking people. I mean, how many times are they going to push Seamus?
2: 27.
1: How many times are they going to push Seamus? How many times are they going to push Drew McIntyre? How many times are they going to push fucking Bobby Lashley? But
0: those are the ones that Vince wants. And he'll 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 give us one people one person that we do like out of the bunch, and then he'll over push them to where everybody hates them.
1: You know to? I mean, up. the feel good story of the year was Big E, and he's a fucking afterthought now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And then my number one. No more mash releases.
2: To be honest, I feel like there's at least one more coming.
1: I mean, you're going to get the post-WrestleMania releases every year. A couple here and there, yeah, it's fine. But dozens every few months? Well, no, I mean, it's like right after WrestleMania. It's like the past two years, April 15th. It's like mass release day. I mean, you can set your fucking clock by it for the past year. I mean, year to the day. It's this release, that release... Let's get rid of these guys. Let's get do this, do that. And I mean, it works out for some people. It doesn't work out for others. I mean, some of the people that just got released this past year. I mean, you got a few of them have turned up on impact. You've got a few that have turned up at AEW. Uh, Braun Strowman just made his return at the last Ring of Honor show. So who knows what he's going to do. Uh, now after all that. I mean, the bad thing is people shouldn't have to be wondering what am I going to do? Am I even going to be here next week?
0: Yeah. Hell, it was like, um, I think it was Tyler Breeze. Before he got released, he was talking about how ever since he got called up, Every time that there was a release coming, he was always, almost always expecting his name to be on it. Yeah. And for uh, 10 years, he somehow survives until killed his pastor.
2: Which sucks because Breeze is fantastic. That was so fucking good. So Him good. and Fandango together was amazing. But not only that, but Breeze by himself. I mean,
1: mm-hmm. look. They brought in Jushin Thunder Liger for one match and who was it? Breeze.
0: Yeah, and that's still been Jushin's only match in every Probably is... What well, it is is
1: only well, only because he's retired. I know it's his only match. It was at an NXT Takeover. Him and Tyler Breeze. The first Brooklyn. Man,
2: man, I don't understand. Like
0: it's hard to be in. in I want to be in one of those rooms when they have these meetings and see what goes through their heads. You I don't think? because
1: I would get kicked out of that fucking room because I'd be like I jump up and to yell advance! you're a goddamn idiot. No, you need somebody to yell
0: at him, telling he's a goddamn
1: idiot. I mean, that's the thing. I would work, literally, I would have one day on the job at WWE. If I had any kind of a backstage in the office role and it was a meeting with Vince McMahon and he's like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to be... We're going to center Survivor Series around the giant fucking egg. Vince, you're a fucking moron. Jason, you're fired. That's how the conversation would go.
2: I just, I don't understand his need to (coughs) be right. His need to have everyone kiss his ass. His need to just not be stood up to. I don't understand it.
1: I mean, if it is it one of those things he's such an alpha male that he just can't value anyone else's opinion? Is it one of those things where he wants
0: people to stand up to him, but when he finally does? I don't like that. Get the fuck out of here. You're fired. I don't know. It's it's it, He is a very complex person that you don't know how to fucking take him.
2: You know, it's like me, me and my store manager the other day were having a conversation about... Just stuff in general. And he's like, and I was like, you know, I don't, I hate working for someone who always assumes they're right. And he just kind of stopped and looked at me. I said, because I'm sorry and I like you. I said, but every now and again, you need your ass kicked too. Right. You don't get to sit there and tell us how you know, like us doing this or us doing this or us doing this is not how it's supposed to go when you don't have to deal with what we deal with on a daily basis. I said, yeah, you're in the store. That's great. I said, but how often do you jump on a register? How often do you come help? Right. Like, that's what I, like, I respect you because I know what you do sucks. I know what you do is hard. And dealing with a bunch of assholes like us doesn't help. I said, but you also have to understand, you have to have our backs. Mm -hmm.
1: And not only that, but you can't get pissed off if somebody disagrees with you or calls you out and was like, no. Because once you get in that role, like Vince is... He thinks he's the end-all, be-all. He thinks he knows everything. And if somebody's going to disagree with him, he's like, why the fuck do I need you around if you're not just going to tell me I'm right?
2: Right. Well, that's like, you know, me and... (laughs) So, me and the assistant manager have a very different relationship than me and the store manager have. (laughs) So, I text, I messaged her. I said, I need to talk to you about something. She says, well, I'm in the back. Come find me. Okay. So, I went back there. I said, I need you to take a half point off my stuff. I said, because... Your boss told me to come in early that day instead of working my late shift. She said, okay, he'll be here tomorrow. We'll talk to him about it. (laughs) And so I texted her, I said, did you take care of that? She says, no, we have to give Robert a hard time first. (laughs) (laughs) So we walked to the office and I said, "Um, so you remember when you told me to come in early? I said, I'm going to need you to go take that that half point off. I'll cop to the four that I got. I said, but that half point's too close to fired. I ain't ain't ready for that yet. (laughs) (laughs) He says, just get Missy to fix it. I said, I tried. She wanted to give you a hard time first.
1: (laughs) That's funny shit. That's
2: hilarious. (laughs) And it's so funny because you can go to all these different Walmarts and see employees so differently and the way their management runs things. And I'm just like, I like my management. (laughs) Right. Do I want to punch them sometimes? Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hell, I mean, that's what made the Austin McMahon storyline what it was. Austin was doing what everybody wanted to do to their fucking Mm -hmm. boss. Beat the
0: fuck out of me. Exactly. We was living vicariously, And and it goes goes right back to it. We don't see storylines like that. They try to do so many things that are so over-the-top when you can do still ones that are so simple that people like us can relate to. How can you expect us to invest in something like... that we'll never have, like, two people fighting over who's rich or a golden egg or...
2: Well, I feel like that's what they're trying to do with Sonya and Naomi. To an extent. But it's not working.
1: No, because everybody... I think that one is just everybody was so used to seeing Sonia as just another wrestler. She was another performer. And then all of a sudden, she's gone for a little bit and comes back, and she's an authority figure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to sum everything up, don't fire people and just do better.
2: Mm, basically.
1: Pretty much. That's pretty much what I want to see out of WWE next year. Just be better and don't fire people.
0: No, they'll get to start right off the bat with that pay-per-view. That will be a good indication of how the year is going to go.
1: I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, Lashley will win the Raw title. Uh, Usos will interfere to let Roman keep the SmackDown title. Becky will keep the women's title. Charlotte will keep the women's title, whoever she wrestles. Uh, what else? What other storylines?
2: Becky'll go over. I said Becky. I hear
1: you say Becky. Yeah, I said Becky will keep her her title, the women's titles, and then Charlotte will keep her title.
2: Uh. <sighs> who the fuck even has the women's tag titles?
1: Zelina and Carmella. Oh yeah. We covered that earlier. Yeah, Omos is going to be AJ because yeah. I still don't yeah, think. Yeah,
2: apparently AJ is going to be in the NXT.
1: <laughs> For some
0: reason, AJ is huge on Omos. thinks he's going to be the next big thing. So it's Taker. Thanks. People think he's the closest thing mm-hmm. to Andre's we will get. I don't know why they're saying this shit. The guy could,
1: you know. He's really tall. I mean, they had the big show, and they fucked that up. He could
0: have been the next Andre. Hell, in WCW, they was booking him as Andre's son.
2: Which would have worked. Sort of. I mean, it could have, but... That's just like me coming over earlier, and they were watching what jingle all the way. Yeah. I forgot Big Show was in that.
1: Oh yeah, he was. He was <laughs> one of the Santa Clauses' <laughs> I'm
2: about to deck your halls, pub. <laughs> it was Captain Insane <clears throat> Very underrated actor. I told Jennifer I said, Well can watch Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, it's not it's a Christmas movie.
1: Texas has a whorehouse in it.
2: <laughs> I love that movie. It's Ooh. been a long time since I've seen it. I have it somewhere in my house. I bet my movie shelf broke, so I got to... I need bookshelves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you tell jealous. Right. What do you get the guy that's got everything? A new bookshelf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I need one for my room and one for my movies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? What do you guys want to see happen in WWE this year? Hit us up. Let us know. But besides that, we'll be right back to close the show out. So just chill right there for a minute. Ah! All right, guys. That's been our show for the day. So for the Turn of the Buckle podcast. Ma'am. Ma'am. Sir.
2: Sir. What?
1: You're missing a step. I'm missing a lot of steps. I know. Trust me. <laughs> this has just been an exhausting episode.
0: Yeah, it's exhausting when you talk about shitty wrestling. Yeah. No, imagine having to watch the damn thing. Ugh.
2: Imagine having to work in the company.
0: True. Ugh. Sorry, Gable. Sorry, Ricochet. But if I keep saying sorry to everybody, I'm going to be here all night.
2: You'll be here. We'll go home. Well, Bye. I'll go, home. That's I go I- home. I'll go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo, the heat one. Well, it's time for Josh's favorite part. time for the... Pop! Sorry. My I didn't my, my third... My third. Contract. I don't know why
0: he's got to yell that every fucking week. If I didn't use that, like, why didn't you do it? Josh, why
1: are not you yelling for it? I need to figure out a way to make some kind of a sound drop that just says pop all the time because <laughs> we don't have to get him to... <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty,
0: I guess I'll go first. Um,
1: Too bad we can't... Hold on a second. Too bad we can't just, like, cut in part of the Insync song. (laughs) Just have it...
2: (laughs) What time is it? This must be... Pop! (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Okay, let's talk about family, Josh.
0: Oh, yes, it is going to be about family, (laughs) but it's it's going to be a little bit different. Um, uh, Most people know that um, Jennifer and I lost our grandfather... um, Last week. Think it, don't say it, think it, don't say it. But, um, it was, it was, it's it's been really hard for the family, particularly our grandmother. But, um, my pop is, it's, we've gotten to spend time with family these last couple days and really realize that because my sister and brother were talking and, We just realized it's not very many, much of us left. And we've got to spend time with the family that we have and not hold animosity. And me and one of my other brothers have been very distant. Um, We have not gotten along. There's been a lot of heated um, things said back and forth. And, you know, I was talking to her as he came into the funeral home. And I was talking about how I was like, I wish I could... Say hi to him. Go talk to him. And she's like, I know. And you know, I was like, I might as well just go and do it. Hope for the best. Went over and he gave me a hug. I gave him a hug. I was like, How are you doing? You know, we talked for a couple of minutes, and then, you know, they was the um, funeral directors came up and was getting ready for the the service for the for the for the remainder of the funeral. But you know, you know, it's like we've talked about in the podcast before. You can't hold animosity. You can't hold grudges. And it sucks that it takes something like a death in a family or a death period for people to be able to see that, but I really and truly hope that that brings us all together. We all, all try to be there and have Granny lean on us because she needs us more than ever. So that, that's my pop for the day is to making sure we can all come together so we don't have to wonder what if, why we're we doing this, and why hopefully it doesn't take another death for family to get close together again
1: i tell you, I saw you walking over there, too, and I walked over, you know, just trying to get close because I was ready. I was ready because, you know, someone went down and dropped that motherfucker. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, it was a, uh, it's been a roller coaster of emotion these past couple days here in the house from, you know, the highs of knowing we were going to have, You know, friends over to the passing of y'all's grandfather to, you know, the high of going to wrestling Saturday, but then getting up Sunday morning and going up to the funeral home. And then Sunday evening, everybody coming over and, you know, hanging out and having a little bit of a fun little Christmas time with some friends and then. Monday morning, getting up and going to for the burial. (coughs) So yeah, it's been one of those, and I'm glad you guys were able to squash y'all shit y'all had because I mean it got it got real bad there for a little while. Yeah, it really did. Like real bad. I mean, hell, I remember when your dad when your dad had his stroke. I mean there at the hospital, he was even talking shit to you at the hospital while y'all were there trying to just be supportive of your dad, so. Mm-hmm. Uh William, what you got, buddy?
2: I survived Christmas. <laughs> His problem is he didn't get murdered. Jennifer again. did
1: not kill you. That's right. That's
2: <laughs> No, I'm really glad we got to do this tonight.
1: Yes. Yeah, me too.
2: It was well needed.
1: Me too. Will is the best friend ever.
2: <laughs> you only say that because I got you two sloths.
1: <laughs> and a Cleveland Browns cup and two pair of socks. I love socks. <laughs> I like my socks too. And I love my cup. Yeah, but mine's NWO socks.
2: I got Macho. Yeah, He got Macho, the black and white Macho socks.
1: I got Hollywood Hogan and I got the Outsiders. I got Ultimate Warrior. I got the original NWO. mm mm-hmm. You win the sock
2: game.
1: <laughs> yes. Like literally, I got the original NWO. Is it sad that I knew this would happen? We would argue over who had I the best the socks. socks.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is it bad that if the if the Warrior socks you got him had been Macho Man socks, I would trade him one of my Hogan socks for one of his Macho Man socks? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got the. Hogan Macho socks that they used to have, and I got them separated into the Mega Powers of Hogan and Macho. So I got two pair of Mega Power socks instead of one pair of Hogan socks and one
2: pair of Macho socks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did that.
2: <laughs> but yeah, we have, it was a really good night. We, you know, I feel like I did pretty good on my gift-giving abilities. No
1: doubt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. <no, laughs> right? Yeah.
2: Jennifer got some new cooking stuff. Yep. About time to uh, put those to good use.
1: Rearing. Yeah, and it was crazy because that's exactly what I was going to get her. Because she she literally (laughs) told me, I want these. I want you to get these for me. This is what I want for Christmas. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I was just, I was going to go like the very next day after she told me. (laughs) And then was like don't go get those pots and pans. I got them. (laughs) And I'm just like, motherfucker, you didn't even give me a chance to get them.
2: I had them for like a week and a half
1: before (laughs) she told you to go get them. Exactly. Like I said, I didn't even have a chance to go get them. She's like, this is what I want. Get it for me. I'm like, okay, honey. Honey." I got those, by the way. (laughs) Sorry, honey. Our husband already got
2: them for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Jennifer originally sent it in our group chat that she wanted them. (laughs) So I just happened to have just gotten paid and went ahead and bought them. (laughs) But then I forgot about them. (laughs) And then she was telling you that she wanted you to get them. And I'm like, fuck! (laughs) So... So yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's that. All
1: right, and I guess my pop for the week is gonna be that I escaped Saturday without major, major injury. I didn't die, I didn't I didn't get too we'll see how out comes. of breath. <laughs> Well, it's like I said, I just wanted to be smart with the first one back in, just get the feel again, of feel course. around everything. And That's
0: always smart.
1: Like I said, the pacing I put into the match, I knew from having him take the powder so I could make sure I had the breathing good to everything we did for his heat, my comebacks, and all that stuff, I think it was a good – think it was a good little...
0: Yeah, he looked real good in good there. Good little looked, match. He
2: looked real good in
1: there. The crowd loved him anyway. <laughs> eh, what can I say? <laughs> I'm the same asshole either way.
0: Jason Hampton is Jason Hampton. He's the same asshole either way.
1: Maybe I need to make that... How well... Uh, Jay Cargill's that bitch. I'm just that asshole. That needs to be my shit. It needs to be his gimmick. Anything else anybody wants to add? I think the only thing we need to add is next week is going to be kind of our, like... Year-end wrap-up. Year-end wrap-up. We'll still go through what happens on... -hmm. Dynamite and Rampage,
0: their holiday
1: shows, Raw and SmackDown. We'll just talk about our favorite
0: moments from
1: our top five is the top five moments from the this past year. So, you got anything else you want to add in here? I'm good. Any Christmas messages for the people out there? Well, yeah, we can go ahead.
0: Because by the time we record again, it'll be past holidays. So, from the Turn the Buckle Podcast, we want to wish each and every one y'all a very merry Christmas. Y'all, you don't, have, don't speak for me; speak for yourself. Bitch, like, you said merry Christmas, <laughs> fuckers, at the beginning. Y'all, if y'all are traveling, be safe traveling. If y'all are missing someone, hold them close. You know, we just want y'all to have a very merry Christmas, a happy New Year, and. Anything you've wanted this Christmas, I hope you get it.
2: If you're missing somebody, how can you shut hold up. them close? Hold them close in your heart. Look, I didn't told him to shut up earlier. You shut up now. <laughs> oh, Daddy, I miss you. Let me, let me hold you closer.
1: <laughs> you said it. I'm punching the throat. I'm punching the throat. My daughter oh, is so know. much like my wife. It's not even funny. But
2: yeah, enjoy spending time with your loved ones. Don't. Take it for granted. It's it, it sucks when they're gone and the holidays roll
1: around. You don't get to have those moments with them. And don't forget, family's not just blood. That's right. The family's not just blood. Will over here is just as much of a brother as more than a brother than, you know, my own actual brother sometimes, most of the time, Ever. Really. <coughs> so yeah, I mean, just keep family. What is so funny,
2: child? <laughs> you open. have been aggravating the piss out of us all night. I just opened my gums. I'm sorry. That she could have
0: opened
1: in the living room. <laughs> but yes, keep. Keep your family close. And like we've said before, if you love us, we love you. If you hate us, we love you too. I mean, who gives a shit? Life's too short to hold grudges. Be a decent fucking human being. Anything else you guys want to add? I think we're good. All right, guys, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Winter Solstice, uh, Chinese New Year, Arbor Day, oh, hell, whatever the hell else holidays you might celebrate. Because I don't know, I get confused on yes. all the different things, but uh, from the Turn the Buckle podcast, this crazy ass family, y'all's family. <laughs> Be safe this Christmas season. We love you guys. (coughs) I've been Jason Hampton. Josh Cox. Will Clark. Peace out, fuckers.